What up, everyone? Hi. Hello. Welcome to another episode of the Harsh Days Podcast. My name is Tim. My name's Aaron. How you doing today, babe? I'm doing pretty good. Um, just like kind of tired. We kind of had a eventful night at our house last night. What happened? Um, someone tried to break into our front door at one in the morning. Uh, and not the house. They tried to break into the front door, not the house. Well, the house, you know what I fucking mean? But yeah, so basically last night I was asleep and then you just fucking woke me up. The dog was barking or one of our dogs was barking and someone tried to walk right into our front door and yeah, it was, and then it was just, I was so tired and had to work early and, and now here we are. So. Dude, it was fucking sketchy. I'm just sitting there and like hear hear the door try to like heard someone trying to open the fucking door. Heard the dog barking. I get up, turn on a light, and I see like a silhouette like walk past the door. Like it's like someone noticed that I turned on a light and they ran away. So then I'm just like fucking nervous and anxious, and I stay awake for like an extra two hours to make sure they weren't trying to come back. So I didn't go to bed till like fucking four <laughs> in the morning. Yeah, um, I just fell right back asleep. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea how you just immediately went back to bed, but uh, anyway. I don't. Hey, it's at that point, you're, it's your weekend. It's your job to protect the house. That's so, true, like, and I and I did. I, I I walked. I had a fucking a knife and some pepper spray next to me the rest of the night, and we're gonna go buy some fucking security cameras after this because yeah, fuck that. Yeah, that was really fucking annoying. I yeah. still I still think that. Because last night was St. Patrick's Day, so I have a running theory that it was someone that was just, like, blasted, wasted, and just didn't know where they were. But, you know, more than likely it was someone trying to break in. Yeah, I I mean, that is definitely a possibility, but I have been blasted, wasted on multiple occasions in my life, and I have never once accidentally tried to walk into someone else's house that wasn't mine. But it's not – it's stranger things have happened, so that definitely – it that could be a thing. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited about today's episode. We have one of my best friends, Bernie, uh, mm-hmm. a buddy of mine that I grew up with. We've been friends since I was like 14 years old. I'm 31 now. So we've been friends, really, really, really good friends for more than half of my life. He's definitely one of my best friends. Yeah. Um, I met Bernie because I went to school with his younger brother, Elliot, and I met Elliot. And then by becoming friends with Elliot, I would go over to his house. And then, you know, that's how I met Bernie. And uh, Bernie and his brother Elliot started a band called Anxiety Attack with some of our other friends. And I spent most of my teenage years, like, going on tour with them and hanging out and playing shows and yeah, hanging I like, out with them. Yeah, I like this episode a lot because, like, before we get into, like, the sad shit, um, you get to kind of hear a couple stories that I am very lucky and blessed that I get to hear. And it's it they just had a very wild childhood, teenage years. So it's we uh, did. Yeah. And it was a lot of fun. And I'm glad that I got to experience that during that part of my life. Um, but yeah, no, I'm really I'm really stoked for today's episode. Um Bernie was a great guest. I'm glad that he was able to uh, to to be on the on the show. Um, we're starting like a new way of like trying to figure out how to record these episodes. We're using this like online remote podcast recorder. So I'm not a hundred percent sure how the quality is going to be as compared to some of our other episodes. So I apologize in advance 
um, if it's less quality or cuts out or choppy or anything like that. But anyway, we're stoked. I'm glad that we're doing the podcast again, babe. It's yeah, uh, it's a lot of fun, and I think that we both needed something creative to do again. So yeah, I agree. It's been a long winter, long year. So I think it's nice to. I had a couple people message me too when we were talking about bringing it back, and they were like excited, which is like you know I mostly just want to do it for us, and it's fun for us. Exactly. Like we're not we're not gonna blow up and become huge, but it's just kind of exciting when you get that like, oh, I really like your podcast. Like bring it back. So I'm yeah. excited. It's awesome. I'm super excited too. So yeah, I hope everyone enjoys this episode and uh, here you go. We'll talk to you guys soon. Yeah. Bye. Bye. What's up? What's up? We're live. What's up? This is the Harsh Days podcast with my homie bernie say what up oh sorry G- give yeah. us a give us a what's up what's up? <laughs> what's up man how are you doing what are you up to today uh i was just editing my podcast today <laughs> what's oh really tell, yeah. tell the world what your podcast is all right since you asked <laughs> yeah let's let's hear it's, it um it's the greater details podcast oh I, was gonna, I forgot we're not doing video i have the skateboard that says the greater details <laughs> damn i need to get video at some point no it's all good yeah it's a greater details it's a just conversation podcast hell yeah it's funny it's good yeah it's good time. well don't you don't you guys focus more on like the hardcore scene in your podcast i've uh i've had that's what i was thinking i have a lot of hardcore punk rock people and skateboarding people which it's yeah it's so far it's been a lot of that but i do want to do other stuff like talk about running i want to talk about yeah uh, i'm gonna have an episode where i have a friend that uh used to be very religious and now he's not religious at all yeah that's cool that's cool i want to talk about that like just like his transition and all that yeah like what it was like i want to branch out and do a lot of other stuff but right now it just seems like most of my guests are just because most of the people i hang out with and are a part of that stuff yeah 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 but yeah i'm gonna do other stuff that's cool. Hell yeah. I'll put a link to your fucking podcast when I put this episode out too. It's really good though. Um, and I would like to be on it at some point. So we we can use yeah. this this little way that we're recording to do it. It's easy. Um, yeah. I just close my eyes and pretend like you guys are right. Exactly. Yeah. Like I'm yeah. just in your garage right now. We're recording this remotely through this weird little website that I found called StreamYard. Who said that? Uh, I don't know. It was Aaron. Her voice changed. Um, Bernie, do you remember when we used to go on tour and hang out and and uh, drink beers and do weird shit? Yeah, I remember um, Tim Bailey wanted to be our uh, our uh, band manager. Mm-hmm. Did you know that Aaron? That Tim was our band manager. Oh, okay. I've I've she's, heard she's heard a lot of stories. Yeah, yeah. So like Tim was our band manager, and Tim agreed that or agreed. I think Tim made it up <laughs> that we would pay him in pizza. I don't oh, think you ever gave yeah. me any pizza. We fed you once a month. <laughs> yeah, every once. I think it was pizza once a month, I think is what it was. Yeah, pizza the deal was month. that if uh, we bought you pizza once a month, you'd be our band manager. So, I, I mean, I mean, pizza once a month was pretty good for, remember that show in Ventura where there was like two people there? There was a lot, yeah. 
Maybe. <laughs> Which one? The one. Remember, uh, we got kicked out of the mall. Oh, because Sabino's was it because of Sabino's shirt, or was that in Vegas? That was in Vegas. We got kicked out of uh, the mall because you, not you, because we were advertising. Uh, oh yeah, the flyers. For the show. Yeah, for the show. Yeah, we were at. They were having a show in like Ventura, and we went to the local mall and were like throwing the flyers around for the show, and they got mad and kicked us out for some reason. Oh why. yeah. Why would they like? I guess that's not even. Yeah, we were, uh, soliciting or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, we're just handing out flyers. We're trying to be old school about it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, we didn't. No one was really using like Facebook or MySpace a lot. Like they, it was they were around, but people weren't really using them a lot for like promoting shows and stuff. But then later on, that's when I kind of was able to start booking most of your guys' shows, most of Anxiety Attack shows, because I would just go on MySpace and like yeah. we create a list of like towns or like cities that we wanted to go to, and it'd be like Fresno on this date, and I'd be like, okay. And then I would just like search like Fresno hardcore bands and then just message them and be like, hey, we're we're gonna come to Fresno on this day, or like you know, anything like that. But that was a lot of fun. We did that for quite some time. Yeah, cool. I really um was talking or we were in the car with Ty, who has been on an episode of the podcast, and oh, yeah. we went to In and Out, uh, me, Tim, Robin, Ty, and our friend Abby. And they were telling, like, I never, Tim tells me some of the same stories over and over, but I don't get tired of it because I always thought that I was like a naughty kid. And then it just, the shit that you guys were doing, it's just so entertaining because it's just wild. But Ty was telling us the story about someone getting their fingers severed off at like one of the parties. And I, and I really want you guys to like compile like a maybe like a short story book of like the the things because I really like it's just it's wild like I would have never expected that's what Tim was doing when he was like 16 years old so yeah yeah that uh the thanks for bringing up that Reno story (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah so we we went to Reno because we were on a tour and Oregon and Washington was too snowed out so we couldn't drive all up that way yeah so so we had to stay the night in reno after we planned on playing one show there which that show was really fun we played a we covered blood for blood and i got punched in the head and like i got punched in the head my head hit the speaker and i just like blacked out and then i woke up oh i remember that yeah and then um the next day we got put on a show which was just like luckily someone our friend what was that band called the um the one from the bay yeah not it wasn't sick and tired it was the other band um the people that stayed at the eyeball with us which was the punk strike house anywhere? was it strike anywhere or? no that's like a popular band it was oh. like it was strike to survive strike to survive that's it yeah yeah that's what it was yeah we were yeah. hanging out with strike anywhere <laughs> no big <laughs> deal but, um, yeah the second day they got us on a show and we played that show and then the third day during this whole time too, like uh, we were uh, like doing stuff where we were lighting uh, napkins on fire on each other's faces and yeah, like, uh, and <laughs> no a lot of deal. stuff like that. And our record label guy, he he was like kind of new and kind of being sketchy and wasn't like paying for anything and like having us pay for him to even eat and everything. And he promised that he would like at least pay gas because he was a record label guy. But he was coming to play drums for us, and we lit his face on fire or lit a napkin on fire on his face while he on was his face. Yeah, so then. He left. He went home. 
He said he missed his girl. He said it was because he missed his girlfriend, but we know that it's because we were we lit him on fire. Yeah, and we were making fun of him because he was crying about missing his girlfriend. Yeah, his mom was really nice though. But um, his mom was nice when we met her. Didn't she make us food? Yeah, she made us food, and she was super sweet. And we, she gave us massages just to make her sound even sweeter. We all had sex with her mom that night. His mom with with his mom. Yeah, (laughs) um, I remember we made a joke that. He fucked his mom that night too. Um, I remember we made. <laughs> I remember we kept making the joke that his mom liked us more than she liked him <laughs> for some reason. Yeah, his name. His name was Matt. We. I don't know his last name. We always just Records. called him Matt Records. Yeah, Matt Records. Yeah, Matt Records. He. Uh, he was. I don't know how we met him. His name was Matt. He had a record label called what was it? Uh, Distant Records. Distant Records. I don't even know. It wasn't even actually. It was a guy. It was like an 18-year-old wanting to start a record label. And I think he just had money because maybe his parents had money. And he's no, he like, didn't have any money. Oh, well, yeah. You're <laughs> I, I, right. paid for, I paid for all the t-shirts. <laughs> so what was he even doing? All that stuff. And he said he was going to pay me back. He never did anything. Though. So he just wanted to hang out. Like my record label. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. he took credit for. Not that there was much credit to take. <laughs> he never released anything though, did he? No, because we were like the first band. He just messaged me one night. He's like, Oh, I'm starting this record label. I want to put you guys on it. I was like, Oh, that sounds fun. Let's do it. Yeah. And then, and then he promised he would like pay for gas to come. And he said he was really good at drums. And that wasn't so true. He was all right. I, I remember that there was a practice and you guys were just like, uh, He can't play some of the parts or something like that. Yeah. Because we were like, like practice at his house. Yeah. It's like, and then you that's guys, such a like, weird thing. You guys essentially tortured him until he left. Because didn't you yeah. guys also light like light off a bunch of fireworks in the van with him in it, and while they were sleeping, and Tim was in there? Yeah, you know? yes, good point. Good, good, good memory. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, when we first got to Reno, um, <laughs> Tim, Elliot, no, okay, sorry, let me rewind. On our way to Reno, we we let Matt drive, and Matt. Is from like Oceanside, and we were driving through Tahoe in the wintertime. It was just snowing like crazy. So much snow. Yeah, yeah. And he was driving. All of us were like so scared. But I'm like sitting in the backseat with Tim, and um, Tim's like lighting fire. No, no, I'm lighting firecrackers and like throwing them at people. And then Tim's like, let me do one. And then so Tim's holding it. I light it, and Tim forgets that it like lights really fast. <laughs> and then Tim throws it really fast, and he hits our guitar player, Kyle, right on the chest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And then Kyle gets up and like hits Tim, and then Tim's mm-hmm. just sitting there. Kyle turns around, walks away, and then and then uh, Tim hits Kyle, and then uh, <laughs> Kyle Kyle turns around, and just starts beating up Tim, and they get in this huge fight. So then, um, after that, we get to Reno, and mm-hmm. we park at the Eyeball, and we're like, we're parked outside, and our friend Lunchbox, he was like hanging out with some girl in a car down the street, and he saw us pull up in the van because he's the oh, one that yeah. he's the one that spray painted the van like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. the hell that's over there. And um uh Tim, Elliot, and Will sleep in the van because they don't want to go inside because they know that we're gonna hang out for a little while and they just want to go to sleep because it's like two in the morning. Mm-hmm. And Lunchbox comes running in the house and he says, I got a double mortar. Oh yeah. <laughs> he has like a double mortar. Do you know what a mortar is? Yeah. Yeah, those things are crazy explosive, which uh, we've lit yeah. one in the van on the freeway before. Yeah. Which was wild too, but um this time we had a double mortar. And Lunchbox like, oh, I'm going to light that in the van. And we're like, okay, Tim, Elliot, and Will are asleep. Let's do it. (laughs) God damn it. So then he lights it, throws it in the van, and we shut the door. And then you just see, like, the sparklers go all over the place. And um, 
you see you can see Tim, Will, and Elliot like hopping over the seats trying to get away from where it's going. Like, boom, boom. Just and our like, silhouettes. I feel like that the neighborhood, I just feel like it's like a fight club scene where like you know where they live at those houses where like no one lives on the whole street. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like that, except people do live on the street, but there's an empty field and it's just like loud explosion and no one called the cops or nothing. But we were just sitting there waiting for them to get out for like five minutes because we thought they were like dead. <laughs> and up, we opened the door and all this like smoke and sulfur just comes billowing out of the fucking van. And yeah, it looked and like a poison like music video. It was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we, know, <laughs> we realized it yet. But then the next morning we realized that because when Kyle started punching me and beating me up because I... Uh, through the fireworks at him, my cheek, what my my right cheek, I think it was, was swollen. Like Tim looked kind of like the um, the guy on uh, um, the Goonies, like Rocky um, Road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah it, it, like. <laughs> it it was very swollen from him, and I like I remember I had a hard time like eating for like a few days because I couldn't chew on the right side of my mouth. But I didn't really. I mean, I I cared, but like, what was I gonna do? And then that was the same time when they threw that crazy fucking new year's party yeah that's what uh, i was about to go to yeah. yeah and then there was there's so much that happened with that oh there the, like where do you even you probably have a better memory of it because i was drunk the whole fucking time yeah, i was so, sober like, i was sober yeah yeah were you really okay, the whole so, time yeah yeah i was sober yeah yeah uh so like so um so it was new year's eve our friend lunchbox he was in charge of getting a keg for the party because the eyeball was like this punk rock house that just like punk rockers always went to. And that's where we play the shows. Yeah. But um, I convinced him to buy us all burritos instead. <laughs> so he bought us burritos with that money. And then um, we go back to the eyeball later on in the day and everyone starts showing up for like a big New Year's Eve party. And everyone's like waiting for beer and there's like no beer. But it turns out that the guy that lives right behind the eyeball, like the backyard, so like butt to butt, you know? Yeah, that guy was kind of new in the neighborhood, and he was gonna have a like a party, a New Year's Eve party at his house. And he came and asked me, he's like, "Hey, I heard you guys are like a touring band, and you're kind of stuck. You guys want to play my New Year's Eve party?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure, we'll do that." And I was like, "Do you mind if all of our friends come?" Mm-hmm. And he said, "Sure." All of our friends. Said, yeah. Yeah. And, um, Little did he so, know. Yeah, I got like I got like five kegs. There's a DJ. There's gonna be a flame. Like people that dance around in flames. Yeah. Poi yeah, spinning. So yeah. Yeah. And um, what do you call it? Poi. It's called like spinning poi. Oh really? Yeah. Why is it yeah. called that? I don't know. It's just like some like wook behavior stuff that my friends do back in Florida. They spin fire yeah. and stuff. It looks scary. Yeah, yeah but um. Yeah. It was funny. He um he's like, yeah, totally, they could come. Mm-hmm. And I was like, they could have some of the beer. He's like, yeah, totally. So then, no joke, like, there's a line from the back door of that guy's house from the eyeball because there's oh, like yeah. people going to the eyeball, and like everyone's just watching the people do the flame stuff. And and the show was down in the guy's basement. Mm-hmm. And in the basement, he had a, a wall that had a mirror, and then on the backside, he had like a DJ. And we we're getting ready to play, and like everyone was there, like. There's a band called Farley Overdose, which was like the Reno like party. Oh band. yeah, the band was cool. Yeah, they were all there for us, and then even like the 
I think the straight edge bands were all there because everyone was just pumped that we we're gonna go play this New Year's Eve party and yeah, the whole, the whole I don't even know if that guy had any friends, but the whole place was like packed with everyone from the eyeball. Mm. That's and what everyone I remember. Had like beers in their hands, and right when we started, everyone just threw their beers at like us on stage, and then like the drums are just like raining beer every time he hits it, and like everyone's just drenched in beer. And then everyone just starts circle pitting and the mirror falls off the ground. Oh, yeah. Smashes <laughs> and breaks everything. And then um, the guy, he just looks over at us and they just see his face. And then I broke the microphone. And <laughs> we ended up all leaving there and we didn't have to pay for anything. But we go back to the eyeball after all that. And there's a party going on. Mm-hmm. And one of the, there's these two brothers that lived in Reno. They were very. They were very, they were like the tough guys of Reno. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one of one of them punched the window. And that's oh, how yeah. he, cut his, he cut his finger. And <laughs> the finger was just like pretty much like hanging off. It was like barely like hanging on by the tendons or whatever. Whoever holds fingers together, spaghetti. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was um, literally dangling like it was fucking Yeah. And wild. But then Kyle, Kyle, our guitar player, which was going to be our drummer now since uh, that Matt Records guy left. Yeah. And Kyle, like, standing on the couch, jumps off the couch to land on the rest of the couch, and he slits his hand open <laughs> because of that broken window. And I'm standing in the hallway, and in the kitchen, that the brother's trying to sew up his brother's finger. Because they're like, they actually are tough guys. <laughs> the tough and guys I'm, of Reno. <laughs> literally trying to sew his fucking Make finger back together. That's so goofy. Rather than just go to the doctor, like, hey, I'm just going to yeah. sew your fucking finger on here. Yeah, and then they gave each other a hug. But yeah, then in the bathroom, in the bathroom um, Kyle's like standing over the sink, bleeding, and then and it's like full of water and full of blood. <laughs> so it looked pretty wild. And then we ended up losing Kyle. Kyle got taken to the hospital, and we found Kyle at the hospital, and Kyle got stitched up at the hospital. And then we took off from the hospital without. <laughs> doing all the proper procedures. Yeah, he, like, gave him a fake name or something like that. Or I I think maybe he gave him, like, Tanner's name or just, like, some fake name or something like that. And a fake address. That's what Ty said. And it happened to be a real address in Reno. And then you guys... a real address in Reno. And because I went inside because me, Elliot, and Will went hunting for Kyle and Justin. We went hunting for Kyle and we went to the wrong hospital because it was the closest one. Of course, they were the closest one. Mm-hmm. Kyle ended up getting taken to the hospital by one of the um, the um, classy ladies. Yeah, there was this random group of women that came to the party. They were like heavier set women, and they were in this like gang called the Fat Classy Ladies. It's kind of cool. Yeah, I think there was only like four or five of them or something that showed up, which is, which is cool. a very important. Which is very important to know for the next part of the story. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> we find Kyle at the other hospital, and then. Justin and Kyle are like hitting on the nurses because they're super drunk, and I'm just sitting there laughing. <laughs> Elliot and Will are asleep in the van because they're just tired. They're sick and tired. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, we ditch the hospital. We go back to the van or back to the eyeball. And when we get to the eyeball, all these um, bro guys are coming into the eyeball because a classy lady and one of the bro guys' girlfriends were about to fight, and she went and got her boyfriend. And we showed up right in the middle and they're all about to brawl each other. Oh, yeah. And Kyle's all drunk. And Kyle's like, come on, guys, let's not fight each other. And he tries <laughs> to like, knock the... Because the bro guys, they have like bats and one of them showed me his gun. Oh, but yeah. The, the punk guys had like sticks and rocks. 
<laughs> like, what the fuck? Okay. What was this, like, know, the man, 1940s? Like, like a ball? Jesus. But then, um... God. The guy told me to get Kyle, and I took Kyle, and then out of nowhere, everyone starts fighting, and then Joe, like, has a 40 bottle, and he chucks the 40 bottle at someone's head, and a big brawl happens, and the cops come, and we end up having to go sleep at the, the giant Ed house, which is, like, a all-girls house. Yeah, that was cool. They had dildos everywhere. Yeah, like, all over the walls. It was cool. Imagine just, that. like, another, like, punk house, but, like, for, like, girls oh, yeah. and the- yeah, for the women, and they were all just like punk girls, and they, had, yeah, they just we went into their house, and they just had like a bunch of like ceramic dildos all over everywhere. I think we stayed there for we that, we stayed there that night, right? Yeah, we stayed there that night because the next night we left to go play with Ludex and Dangers. Oh yeah, but then we couldn't play because Kyle tried playing like, the drums and he just couldn't hold the drumstick because his yeah. hand was all messed up. Mm. And that was the end of the tour. <laughs> and that was that. <laughs> <laughs> that's just one of many stories I've heard of you guys just having a literal blast, but also like being just so dangerous. I'm glad you're all still in one piece for the most part. Uh, most of us are, yeah, we're good. Real fast, so what- one time one time we um it was a uh, Tim's birthday. Was it your birthday, Tim? I don't know. What what happened? Oh, when we beat you up. Which time? I don't remember. <laughs> we were coming back from, I think it was a trash talk show, and it was Tim's birthday, and we stopped to pull over. And go oh, yeah. And he was, being all, like, he was being all super emo. I, yeah, I remember this. He was yeah. being all emo, but we had no idea why. We're like, you know what? We're going to pull over and give him a birthday beating. That'll yeah, cheer him up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. Why not? He's already being weird and quiet in the back seat. Let's fuck him up. <laughs> yeah. And then as we're beating up, Tim's like, guys, guys, my dad's having a heart attack. Or my dad had a heart attack. <laughs> yeah. my So on my, yeah, it was we my. Uh, just making an excuse to get out of birthday video, you know? No. It was my 16th birthday. My dad had a heart attack and he was in the hospital. And I think it was like my sister or my brother texted me and like, <laughs> I don't, or, or maybe they called me. I don't remember. But they were like, yeah, your dad's in the hospital. He had a heart attack. He'll be here. And it was like my birthday. Yeah, no, like, trying, hey, he's trying to be a sweetheart and not like involve us with his sadness, but he's trying <laughs> to say to himself. And we're like, but we're also trying to be sweethearts because we're trying to like cheer him up. And yeah. And that's why you know how by beating the shit out of him on his birthday. <laughs> At a McDonald's parking lot. Yeah, I think I remember we were like, yeah, I think it was the McDonald's in like Acton because we were it like, was, it, yeah. it was that one. Yeah. And then, yeah, I just remember like everyone was on top of me, just like, you know, like no, no one was like hitting me to hurt me, but like, you know, there's like yeah, 10. Yeah. 10 yeah. dudes on me like and i was like i was like stop my my dad's having a heart attack <laughs> and then everyone everyone was like what and i was like yeah and then i think yeah you're right no one really believed me and then the next day i remember it was my birthday and i went to the skate park with like elliot or something or someone i don't remember and then my mom picked me up and we went to the hospital to go visit my dad he's fine he's still alive so that's cool yeah. but i do remember that um, what did they do? Did they like uh, open his artery or whatever the tubes? No, he had to get uh, a surgery like that, but like that was like the yeah, it's called like a triple bypass surgery. He had to get one when um, he got that surgery when I was like eight or nine years old. But then yeah, he that year he had a heart attack, and then the next year on my seventeenth birthday, my grandpa died. So I had two string of two years of birthdays where just weird fucked up shit happened. Oh. And then uh nothing happened on my 18th birthday. So the the, the curse good. was lifted. Yeah. Yeah. 
which was were you anticipating i think i was thinking like god am i gonna be three for three like what what the fuck's gonna happen here um but no my 18th birthday i remember i was living with you in your attic and i just woke up i was still going to monroe high school at the time i went to circle k and bought a pack of cigarettes legally for the first time and then i picked up kylie and kylie's our friend picked up someone else and we went to school and that was that. Then I moved here to Portland like three months later. Yeah. Real fast. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, there was this one time when uh, Tim got peed on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Deserves probably. Or maybe yeah, not me, me and my friend Will, our friend Will, <laughs> were hanging out in my attic. And we're just minding our own business, watching TV. Oh, yeah. I remember this. And well, then Tim shows, really. up from, Tim shows up from a party. And he's like super drunk. And he just like sits down in the seat and he's just talking and talking to me and Will are like talking and Will <laughs> Tim just like keeps pushing. I think he kept pushing Will like just like not in a mean way, but just like, oh, Will, like, right. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Tim passed out and we were, we were thinking if we tie him up, then he's not going to bother us. <laughs> Wait, no, wasn't like, I trying to like, I was wasn't I saying like I was wasted and I was like, let's go like steal from somewhere like Circle K or something like that. Or, and that's no. why you guys tied me up. No, we or... told you that you wanted to steal. <laughs> oh, God damn it. I thought, God damn it. <laughs> Fucking 12 years just later. Like, you just kept poking at Will. But, um, but yeah, we tied Tim up and then we decided to put like uh, my Marilyn Manson cassette tape in his pocket and we put like a donut in his pocket <laughs> and we were gonna tell him that he was trying to steal from us, and that's why we were we had to tie him up because yeah. he was just taking things. And we like we just taped a bunch of stuff to his pocket to his body. So then he's just sitting there passed out, and me and Will are watching TV again. And then Joe and Ty show up, and they're they were at the same party Tim was, and they're like, "Hey guys, what's up?" And they see uh, Tim passed out, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Check this out!" <laughs> and they both. <laughs> god damn it (laughs) but then the the best part is the m night Shyamalan twist uh we convinced tim for a year that he peed himself yeah so i woke up and by the when i woke up the attic that we were in it was completely dark because everyone was asleep and i woke up duct taped to a chair and I don't, I don't remember, like at the time, I didn't remember going back to Bernie's house. So I thought for like a few minutes I was kidnapped or something like that. I think <laughs> it was actually like the morning I woke up and I was like, what the fuck's going on? And then I, I like looked around more and I was like, oh wait, I'm just, I'm just in Bernie's attic. Like it's fine. And then, and then I got untied and I was like, why am I all wet? Like <laughs> Everyone was like, yeah, you were so drunk. You pissed yourself. <laughs> but he was like, uh, like from here down. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't just like. I always remember oh, thinking, no. like, how did I manage to piss on my own chest? Like, you, just you know, like, how did your, that happen? You just your dick out and just, like, just, like, found yourself with it. Yeah, just, like, fucking helicoptered it around. Thinking that you, like, got your pee all the way up there. I was like, hell yeah. And then, yeah, somehow, like, years, like, a, like a year or two or whenever down the line, you guys were like, no. I don't remember who told me, but I was like, ah, I kind of figured, but I didn't also figure at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually not the first time i got peed on um i was at a party once at this guy logan's house in tehachapi where we grew up and i was just sitting there minding my own business in the backyard and there was this guy named dane watkins that would always hang out 
You remember him? That sounds familiar. He was this. So at this time, at this point, I was probably 17 or 18. Dane Watkins was, he had a kid and like an ex-wife. He must've been like 29 at the time. So like oh, over, Dane. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Weird, like tall white guy with like bushy blonde hair. Yeah. I met, I actually met him when I was in high school. He just like transferred to Tatsby and he would like give us rides in his truck, but he was like, go take all the dirt roads with the really big bumps and like, Oh yeah. Out of his truck. Dude, that guy's a piece of shit and he's dead now. And I actually don't give a fuck that he's dead. Oh, he to be honest, him? he's dead. Hey, yeah. He died of a Okay. No, he he died of a drug overdose. He's a fucked up person. He so he was like 28, 29. I was like 17. He's at this high school party. It was like at Logan, Logan Hiles house or something like that. And we're all hanging out. And I'm sitting in this chair, and all of a sudden I feel like something warm, like down the back of my neck. And I was like, what the fuck is that? And I turn around and he was pissing on my neck. Oh. And he was like much bigger than me and older, and like tall. He was like, must have been like six foot one. Like, just much bigger than I am. Like, I wasn't going to try to fight this, like, fucking 29-year-old guy by myself. But I walked towards him, and I was just like, what the fuck, man? Like, and I just walked towards him, and he Mm -hmm. thought that I was going to, like, attack him. So he just punched me in the face. And he punched me hard as fuck. And I fell down. And everyone... Yeah, he was, like, a built dude. And, yeah, I fell down. And then everyone got mad and, like, kicked him out. And he was like, man, I just, I thought that like you were going to come and try to fight me. And I was like, dude, I didn't even, all I said was what the fuck? Like I didn't like rush at you or anything. Um, I know I fucking, I should have. There was another time though, too, where we were at city park and for some reason he was hanging out with us and he like, no, he beat up. (laughs) (laughs) He beat up. He like beat up Ty. Like he, he gave me Ty. Yeah, he like got Ty on the ground and just started beating him up. It was very fucking weird. But yeah, I found out like I think maybe it was like five, six years ago, he died of a drug overdose. And I don't know, he was just a fucked up guy. Like he I don't know, he did there was like more weird things that he did. I don't remember all of them off the top of my head, but he was fucking very I don't know, like to be like 29 or 30 and then like pee and like well just to like come to like and like piss and like hit up like high school girls and stuff i don't know it was just weird not a good look you know um but fuck that guy bernie you should fight him let's go let's go i'll go i'll go you know fight his grave i'm gonna go piss on his grave yeah Yeah, i'm gonna piss piss on on his grave grave. and then and then punch the grave too fuck him um (laughs) tell us about one of the worst days of your life bernie why because we're on a podcast. Because <laughs> like, this uh, isn't this isn't the piss podcast. This is the first <laughs> podcast. I'm glad that we talked about peeing though, because on my podcast we talked about someone getting peed on in this last episode. Yeah. Oh, it's like a crossover. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It goes well together. <laughs> no. Okay. My worst day. Yeah. Before I tell you that, we were talking about <laughs> we were talking about Ty. I totally um, hit Ty in the face. And made him go blind for 24 hours. That's oh, so yeah. Rude. With the Frisbee thing? <laughs> yeah, it was, so the, it, was with, it was with the fake Frisbee. I remember that. It was like a garden lid thing. And I was like just going <laughs> at everyone. Just joking around. And then I turned around and just like hit him right in the face. And then he lost his vision. And then we had to take him to the hospital. And they, Oh, no. It was only a vision in one eye. So we yeah. took him to the hospital. And they told him he had to wear an eye patch. So, of course, I went and bought him the eye patch. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I still have the eye patch. 
<laughs> you still have the eye patch? <laughs> yeah, because he, he was like, I don't need it because they gave him like a thing to wear over his eye. Yeah, I remember that. He got his vision back like probably like six hours later. I, yeah, we were at City Park, right? And like you just like threw that thing. Yeah. Yeah, we were at City Park and we were about to take uh, pictures for anxiety attack. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then that <laughs> happened. <laughs> yeah, we never took the pictures. No. <laughs> That's messed up with Ty, huh? Yeah, dude. He fucking he stopped. Yeah, the, he the really fellowship. ruined it for you guys. We wonder why his mom picked her death in front of him. Oh God, <laughs> roasted. <laughs> if only, if only those photos had happened. Yeah. Oh, oh Jesus Christ. No, that was a good episode though about Ty. Yeah. Yeah. You can't top that. But um, <laughs> I'm, t- I'm. I don't think he said. What? I don't know. I was just kidding. I'm telling him. You don't think it's true? <laughs> what? I'm just kidding. Oh, no. <laughs> of course I do. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I was just avoiding my story. No, um. Alright. So I was I was thinking about my story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking like I could talk about when my mom died. I could talk about when my dad died. I could talk about when my grandma died, which probably like maybe hurt me more. Yeah. I could talk about when our friends died. Yeah. <laughs> but I figured that fear is worse than sadness. And that makes it a harder day. So yeah. I, had a step, I had a stepdad that sucked. And like my stepdad, he would like, he would like purposely pick on me <clears throat> because my name is Bernie and he hates my name because that was my real dad's name. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. He was afraid of my real dad. So my, my real dad died in a, he was a gang member. He got shot. Mm-hmm. But when my dad died, my stepdad was so happy because my dad would always like call and tell him he's like coming to Hatchby and like kill him, mm-hmm. which is like more believable than if someone else said it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He probably has done that to people. But then my stepdad, he always hated me, hated my name. And um, which sucked too. I had to play TYF football. And that sucked because he would make me play TYF football. And I hated playing TYF football because I hated getting hit by people because I was like always like two feet tall and everyone else was like 10 feet tall. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'm at football practice one day and um, my coach, he offered me tickets to the opening game like barbecue thing because he knew that my family was poor. <laughs> so he offered me tickets. And um, I told him it was okay. I didn't need him. But then um, I got home and my stepdad, he gets a phone call. And my coach called my stepdad. And my coach, he didn't like my stepdad because my stepdad would always show up drunk and just like start saying a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my coach was like, hey, uh, Mr. Dominguez, which is my last name. And my stepdad's last name is Marroquin. So that 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 hurt my stepdad's feelings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. um. He uh, told my stepdad that he was going to give us some tickets for the barbecue because he knows that we don't have much money. And my stepdad took that as like me like going and crying to the coach mm-hmm. about like us not having money for tickets. But yeah. it wasn't that at all. Like, <laughs> what happened? He, it, it, like you didn't like he offered them to you, but he Eddie thought that you were like asking for it or something. Yeah, like I was asking for like some tickets because we're poor. Yeah. Like, like I was like talking crap about him, I guess. Right. Mm-hmm. 
So then um, he like gets off the phone with my stepdad and then he uh, calls me into the room and I go into the room and he just like says like, so your coach is calling me Mr. Dominguez. He's like, I'm not your dad. Your dad's dead. Jesus. Just in case I forgot, you know? Yeah. yeah. And then uh, he picks me up and he just throws me across the room. I'm like in uh, third or fourth grade, you know? Oh, God. So I go fly and hit the wall. And then he comes over there and like kicks me. And he like picks me up and throws me again. And I don't fly as far because he's not in shape or anything. Yeah. <laughs> so he couldn't, <laughs> he couldn't throw me any farther. He couldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was probably like all muscle. Yeah. Had <laughs> <laughs> a six pack and a fat cock in fourth yeah. grade. Yeah. <laughs> you could throw a six pack and a fat cock, right? Yeah. <laughs> not Eddie. Nope. Uh, no, but then, um, and then he probably hit me some more. And then, like, I, and that was pretty much it. That's, like, the last thing I kind of remember from the whole situation. Mm-hmm. Which I've had, like, other situations where, like, I remember one time he was, like, picking on my mom. And then he uh, he was, like, I don't know if he had hit her already at the moment, but he was, a, I saw he was about to hit her. So I went and, like, distracted him. And then, he, like, chases me into the living room. And, like, that's the last thing I remember of that situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, blacked out, you know? Yeah. Because I was so drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Fifth grade drinking. Yeah. No, but um, that moment, that day was always like a really bad situation for me. But for the longest time, I always thought that I was like doing the right thing, like protecting my mom, you know? Of course. Mm-hmm. But then um, later, after, or like right before I wrote that song, you know, Another Hell. Yeah. Because that song's about like this day when I found out. I found out one day that my mom like had been doing drugs like the whole time, you know? Yeah. Sorry, one second. Yeah, you guys. No, I found I I found out my mom was like doing drugs the whole time. Because I always thought my mom was this innocent person that was just like in love with this guy that was just like keeping her hostage, you know? Yeah. But in reality, she was just like doing drugs and just staying with them because probably it was easier access for drugs and all that stuff. Yeah. And then like after finding out that my mom was doing drugs, it just like makes me think like back on that day when I was getting thrown around, I thought she was like scared in the kitchen, like wishing she could help me, but she was too weak and scared to help me. But in reality, she was just like staying away so she could go do drugs later or like not getting in the middle to yeah, it's not ruined. Yeah, to not like burn her bridge, you know. Yeah. yeah. And then I was just like thinking too, like after that, like I'll probably go running in my room, and then like what do they do? Just like go play patty cake, and then the next day we yeah. have breakfast. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I remember. I remember Eddie, obviously, your stepdad, and he was always a fucking asshole and i remember like as you and i got to know each other because you and i met when i was like 14 and you're older than i am but then like as our relationship developed i like just from seeing like going over to your house every fucking day of my teenage years and seeing eddie and your mom and then like as you and i became you know better friends like at you you would talk about it more but he was fucking he was not a good guy (laughs) like at at fucking all can i ask a uh 
personal question. I, I It's not really like I'm just being nosy, but was your mom like drug use? Was she using like, was she doing heroin or meth or was she just like doing kind of whatever prescription drugs just out of curiosity? Like during my childhood around that time, I think it was probably like speed <clears throat> and maybe meth and stuff. Probably the cheaper stuff, you know? Yeah. Like later on in life when after my stepdad died. Mm-hmm. Which I was thinking that also real fast. I was thinking that that might have been the worst day of my life whenever he died because around the time he died, I was um I was getting in shape because I was gonna go fight him. Yeah, fuck yeah, cool. And when I found out that he died, I was like, what? All my <laughs> my opportunities. Yeah, God damn it. yeah. <laughs> I can't go fucking beat the shit out of him. Yeah. <laughs> no, but after my stepdad died. She was living in Colorado. She started like drinking a lot more and then just like taking pills with her drinking. So -hmm. then after it switched to more prescription drugs and then she ended up hurting her back. So she was able to get like more pills all the time. But yeah, not that she didn't already know people that where she could get it from, you know? Right. Yeah. But yeah, so it started out with like street drugs, Mm -hmm. switched to those drugs, which always, I mean, I always got to think about everything in her defense. Like, when she was a kid, her childhood sucked. Her mom was like horrible. Mm-hmm. Like at least my mom was like trying to hide the drugs. I guess I don't know if she yeah. wasn't like, with like my stepdad, she probably would have got away with all of it. Yeah, yeah, or just died sooner. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. But um, but yeah, my mom's my mom's mom sucked too. She was a horrible person for her. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't like her. She's still alive. I'll fight her. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just let's let's go fight her. Fuck it, dude. She's still alive. She like eighty or ninety something. Yeah. She's like the, um, if you've seen Charlie and Chocolate Factory, she's like the grandparents where she just like lays in a bed, just like oh, fuck. wasting mm. our air. I think I think we could take her. Yeah, and if we can't, then we probably need to die. <laughs> then, then we got bigger fish to fucking fry yeah. for sure. Um, how, wait, so let's back up a second. Did your, you mentioned when you first started, did, I don't know if I ever knew this, did your, did Eddie and your real dad, they knew each other? No, they didn't know each other, but um, um, my dad knew that my mom was with Eddie. So then oh, whenever okay. he would call, because my mom, my mom moved to Tatchby to get away from Eddie. Oh, not Eddie. Moved to Tatchby to get away from my dad. Yeah. Because my dad tried to kill her a couple of times. Jesus. <laughs> he put a gun to her head and the, the gun was messed up or something. Didn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's rough. Yeah. My dad's cool. He, um, Whenever I was born, he was um, <laughs> he was a uh, run, run, running through the streets of East LA on a PCP, holding the torch because that was like the year of the Olympics. So he was just like running. Yeah, yeah. He was the guy lighting the torch, you know. Didn't he? Um, how? What? The fuck? I just. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, all right. I I'm just I it's shit's crazy like that's i don't have much to say about that besides that's fucking nuts no it is it's fucked up like so your your mom was with what was your real dad's name bernie oh yeah you already said that fuck um i told your mom was with him and then she moved to tatchby to get away from him is that where she met eddie in tatchby Mm mm-hmm Okay, yeah, so he was already yeah, here. Yeah, they, they um when they first met, they used to call him Fast Eddie. That I remember that. Yeah, 
Yeah, because he was because uh, he was always like doing speed, so he was like always like fast. Yeah, everyone. yeah. It's funny too, because like thinking about this, like the worst day, you think about like all a bunch of stuff, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, um, I was just thinking about how like whenever he would go to prison, like he would always write my mom letters, like "Oh, I'm gonna do better" and this and that, and I was always the one that would go to my brothers and sisters and say, "Oh my God, he's gonna do better. He promised he's gonna do yeah. better." And then, like nowadays, like that he's dead. Sometimes they'll they'll say stuff like, "Oh, you know, he was kind of a good guy," and I'm like, "Nah, man." Yeah. <laughs> it's like switch, but I think people tend to like want to since like like out of respect for the dead. But there's just some people that fuck them. Like if they're dead, good. It's a better earth, and it oh, sounds well, like, I, yeah, yeah. I fully agree. I mean, they're like earlier when I was telling you about the guy who pissed on me and punched me, like. He was a piece of shit, and I don't. There was no redeeming qualities about that guy that he at least showed me. You know what I mean? So like, mm -hmm. I that's the way I feel. Like, so fuck him. Like, so you don't have to. I want to ask. I'm just curious for the podcast too. But when you found out that Eddie had passed away, like, I know you were. You said that you were bummed because you wanted to fight him, which I get. But were you, were was any. Were you happy, sad on top, like on top of all that? Like, what were you like? What were you? What were you feeling? I don't know. I'm like a, I'm like a, I'm an easy person to forgive, you know? Yeah. So like, if he just came and said sorry, I'd probably be like, oh, we're cool. Yeah. So like, when he died, I was just like, <laughs> I was bummed for like my brother Elliot and my sister Chalk because that's her dad, you know? Yeah. So, so like. Deep down, I was kind of bummed that he died. Just that, like, someone that that was their dad died. But, like, a little part of me was happy that he was gone because he just sucked, you know? Yeah, he was – he sucked. But, do, you, do you remember when me and Ty tried to fight him? Yeah, out front. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember. I was drunk, as I was a lot of my teenage years – but I think, I don't remember if Ty was still straight edge or not, but I remember something was going down at your house and Ty and I were, we were fucking mad, just mad as fuck about something because that something Eddie did. I I don't remember if Eddie like kicked us out of your house, which is like where we would all hang out. So like you kicked yeah, us out of the house. He was kicking you guys out because he was like, this is my place. Yeah. And he would do that all the time. And then like, we would be like, well, what the fuck? Where are we going to hang out? Fuck you. You know what I mean? Like, this is where we all hang out. Like, we play music here. And this is just, like, the, the meeting spot for everyone. And I don't remember. But I remember, like, I don't remember exactly, like, how it went down. But I remember Ty and I, like, walking up to your house. And your front door was open. And I remember just hearing the most maniacal laugh I've ever heard coming from your living room. I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to do it. Like we were, I think, I think what happened was like, Ty was like, Eddie, come out here. Like, fuck you. We're going to fuck you up. And then Eddie <laughs> just let out a laugh that was just like, <laughs> I don't know. It was like, it was very, like very maniacal and weird. And me and Ty just looked at each other and we obviously didn't fight him because a, we were buff and had six packs and fat cocks and he was scared of us and we're brave young men. And he didn't want, he didn't want to catch this fade, but no, in reality, he wasn't going to fight to underage people. He probably was smarter than that, you know? 
yeah um, he was uh he was like come on the come in the property we'll fight and you guys were like, come out on the street let's fight but he was like eddie's the kind of guy that'll uh he'll like make you hit him twice first so then he could like tell the cops on you or yeah or also exactly. if you like if you don't watch out because he's been in prison he'll like grab a screwdriver or a shovel and try to hit you with that kind just of some dirty ass fucking shit yeah, one time I saw him and his brother fighting in the alley, and they're all drunk. And Eddie grabbed a shovel and his brother in the head with the shovel. Jesus Christ! Yeah, I was like, I mean, I guess like, I mean, you're fighting, so I guess do whatever. But it's like you're fighting your brother, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, how bad you want to fuck your brother up? Like, mm-hmm. um, go for it, Sierra. Oh yeah, I was gonna ask Bernie, were you like, did you take the brunt of his abuse out of like you and your siblings? Yeah, so, like, um, my older brother, Dominic, and Eddie actually had three kids from a different lady. Mm-hmm. And I was, I'm still flabbergasted. <laughs> I just said flabbergasted on my podcast. Nice. But um, I'm still flabbergasted on uh, why his three kids were living with us. Like, I don't know, because their mom always seems, like, really cool as far as I know, but maybe she was going through bad stuff, too, for a minute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um. But uh, they were living with us, and my stepbrother, Little Eddie, because his mm-hmm. name is Eddie, like Eddie. Yeah. So I call him Little Eddie. I still call him Little Eddie. I say, hey, Little <laughs> Eddie, even though uh, your dad's dead, can I still call you Little Eddie? Yeah. <laughs> He's super. But um, <clears throat> so w- whenever Little Eddie would get in trouble, Dominic would get hit also for not making sure Little Eddie didn't get in trouble. So mm-hmm. Little Eddie and Dominic would get hit a lot, along with me, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um. Little Eddie ended up moving back to his mom's house, and Dominic ended up building muscle and playing football. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then, so then after that, yeah, it was all me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is funny because I was thinking, like, where did I learn to like? Because Eddie would uh, he'd pick on me. Like mm-hmm. there'd be like a lot of nights where I'd have to go stand in the kitchen while he just talked crap to me or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like him drinking in the kitchen, everyone else is asleep. And um he would always like pick on me, but um at first I was always just scared and like a little puppy, you know? Yeah. I was scared and taking it. But then like I realized that I was um I would start like saying comments back. And I I got that from like my stepbrother Lil Eddie, because he was always like just like pressing the pressing the card or whatever you know pressing yeah. the buttons. Mm-hmm. like one time my stepdad was like yelling at my at my uh brother little eddie and uh, little eddie wanted a fork and my stepdad threw a fork across the kitchen and it stuck right in little eddie's arm oh god oh, uh, that's just how well, one time he like grabbed little eddie and like picked him up and threw him upside down into the wall Jesus and there was like Christ. a huge hole in our bedroom wall for so long jesus yeah, so I'm not that special. Like he did that to more than just one person. Yeah, <laughs> which like doesn't feel good. Obviously, that it was happening to like siblings and shit. But it's probably in a weird way was like okay, at least at least it's not just me. Like because yeah. your your brother Elliot, right? I'm correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. like did how Elliot's younger than you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's like Tim's age. He's my age. Yeah, they're like they're like six years younger than me. Okay, so we have the same birthday. Yeah, we have the same oh, birthday. Really? We're like, yeah. like twins. We're six years and two minutes apart. That's cute. Fun but, fact. Yeah. So would in like 
since Elliot was Elliot like the baby baby of the family? He was the second to the baby. Okay. Which uh, later when I got kicked out of the house, <clears throat> Elliot and Chai would get hit sometimes too. Because mm. yeah. my mom would, she'd love to come and inform me <laughs> yeah. about that. Um, what was I saying? Though? But yeah, but it's funny. Um, Eddie, like he would always like pick on me. And then I, one time, I don't know if it was the first time, but he was making me count money. And he was like, all right, we're going to count this money. And he was like, he was, he was like, uh, he was just being mean because everyone was watching the Simpsons behind us and I want to watch the Simpsons, but he made me do the, the homework facing the other way so I could hear them watching the Simpsons, but I couldn't watch the Simpsons. What the fuck? <laughs> <Yeah>. Jesus. <laughs> but he was like, all right, you got four quarters and that makes a dollar. So say you have like a pie and you cut that in fours. So you have four pieces of the pie and then you put it back together and you have a hole. And yeah. I was like, I was like, what? You can't eat quarters. Yeah. <laughs> what? So I got hit for that, you know? But um, I just like realized I just started like not being submissive. I just started yeah. like, talking crap and like egging him on in a sense. Because mm-hmm. I, th- I think I realized that he would just pick on me only and not my brothers and sisters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you like, like yeah, like to, cause you were from what I get from hearing a little bit, like when we came to visit Tachpi and then like what Tim tells me, you were still like, of course you still loved your mom. Like, you know, did like that play a big hand in like how you had a relationship with your mom later on in life? Um, granted, I don't really know everything. I just hear, you know, definitely like I, I, Cause like doing the, I don't know, doing my podcast, maybe I learned, I like listened to myself. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, after I, the, like after the day I found out that my mom was taking part, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She wasn't just like this, uh, troubled child that grew up in, maybe she was a troubled child that grew up and got stuck in a bad situation. Cause she found out it was easier probably that way. Yeah. To roll that way. But, um, <clears throat> I, yeah, I started like, not giving her letting her have excuses for things and so it just led to like us arguing and stuff which like when she died like me and her were arguing at the time so we weren't we hadn't talked to each other for some time mm-hmm. which is which you know after i found out that she was using stuff like it was just always hard for me to forgive her so quickly like i normally yeah. would you know of course does that answer the question yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Where are I you? remember one of the. Oh, oh go, go ahead. ahead. Oh, I was just gonna ask too because, like, I know that you were straight edge for like a really long time. Did that? Yeah, that, day, that day had a lot to do with it. Yeah, that's what my question was. Just how to like that would make sense to me. Like, if I found out, you know, my mom was using and all this shit was happening to me, I'm like. I would be like, fuck you. Like I can, you don't need to do this shit. You know, yeah. it makes sense to me. Yeah. That, that, that's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> I remember yeah. one of the last times I saw your mom when I, I came down to visit Tatchby, I think, um, I think it was like six, seven years ago, but we went to go, went to go see her. And that was the day that I like smoked a bunch of weed and got scared. And I needed you to take me back to Wes's house where I was staying. 
Remember that? I was just like, I can't, like, I got to go to bed. Like I'm way too stoned. But I remember we were at, cause she was living at Dom's apartment for a little bit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I remember we were there and like, I went into the room and I was just like, Hey, like, it's really good to see you. And she remembered me and everything. And then I remember I went back into the living room and you went outside to do something, but I heard her talking to someone like, uh, like she called someone and she was like, she's like, you'll never guess who just came over. It's like, remember, like, she was like, it, it was Tim, like that used to hang out with Elliot. And I remember thinking like, who the fuck could she possibly be talking to that like would know who I am? I, I've wondered that sometimes, like, I wonder if she was talking to like Cha or like Frankie or something, something like that. Yeah, she was talking to Cha. Oh, okay. Your sister. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I remember thinking, but I was also really like stoned too. I was just like, who the fuck is she talking to? Like, I don't know. You just started moshing her. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Keep my name out your mouth. I remember, <laughs> I remember your mom was your mom was always really motherly to a lot of us that would come over and hang out with you guys and she'd like feed no, us. She was and, always super nice to my friends after. After I got kicked out of my house and I started living at the orphanage and stuff, mm-hmm. she was like, uh, she was uh, different towards me. Like, like, really? she felt bad, you know? Yeah. So she was nicer. I mean, she was always nice to my friends before that, too, but mm-hmm. she was just nicer to everyone, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I, I remember one time I, because I smoked cigarettes when I was a teenager and I had like all these like cigarettes, but they weren't in a, pack of cigarettes they were just like like loose cigarettes laying around and i didn't want i was trying to hide them from your mom me and sabino and elliot went into your house and i like hid them in this jacket pocket and she somehow knew by the way i was holding the jacket and she was like what are you what are you hiding in the jacket because i think i was holding it in such a way to where like something wouldn't fall out of the pocket and it was probably very obvious and I remember like, oh, nothing. And she's like, you better fucking tell me right now. And I was just like, because she was she was a very forward person. She'd be like, she'd be like fucking like, she didn't fuck around. And I remember I was just like, I have cigarettes. I smoke cigarettes, you know? And, and she was like, uh, I don't remember exactly what she said, but it was like to the effect of like, because I was hanging out with Elliot and she's like, if you get my son into smoking cigarettes, I'll fuck you up or something like that. And then I was, and then I was just like, no, like, I'm not, I don't want, I don't care. Like, no, I'm not trying to get Elliot to smoke cigarettes. Like, don't, it's fine. Like, mm-hmm. and then, and then she, I remember she like later became cool with us, like me and Sabino and like all of our other friends who did smoke cigarettes. She was cool with it. But then later on, she was like, she told us we can't smoke on the property because she was scared the cops were going to come and she'd get arrested because we were under 18. <laughs> I remember just being like, I don't, I was like, all right, I respect that. It's your house, but I don't think they're just gonna stop because they see a guy smoking. But I don't know. Yeah, I have a lot of. There's a lot of like you know, memories. Just like you know, meeting your family and stuff like that. Yeah, <clears throat> interacting with my family. Yeah. When did Eddie die? Um, I know. It was when, I was thinking about that the other day too. I I actually don't remember when, but I know I was living in that that apartment that Dominic, my mom, lived in. Yeah, I was in that apartment by myself. Because I, I know that Eddie died during that time. Mm-hmm. Because um, I have a picture of me and Eddie's ashes playing chess against each other. <laughs> really? Which I sent to Elliot. <laughs> and I put checkmate. Hell <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm still alive. <laughs> what did Elliot so say? It, was, uh, it had to be... 
I'm gonna say nine years ago. Nine years. Okay. Yeah, nine or ten years ago. I'm gonna say nine. Damn. Which is funny because sometimes I'll see random people that kind of look like him, and I'm like, oh crap. Oh, yeah. Let's do this. <laughs> just going to full fight mode, just like I've been waiting for this day. Like yeah, there was a there was a couple times where we almost fought, and like one time. Um, he was just messing with my mom like all night and he was a I came downstairs and he was about to throw the phone at her and like mm -hmm. I went and, like I blocked his the phone like his arm from swinging and I knocked the phone out and he just like did a spin around and it, like hit me in the back of the head and it was funny though he hit me pretty good but I just like, kind of like went Doosh! and took it for a second I just like put my head up and I was like all right, let's do this. Yeah. yeah. And no joke, I was just sitting there, like, getting my arms, like, loose. And he's, like, jumping around like uh, like a jumping bean mm -hmm. that he is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and he, um, he's like, let's go. Let's do this. And I'm like, all right, let's do this. And then he just stops. And he's like, man, you're crazy. I don't want to do this. And <laughs> like, hopped in his uh, white truck and then just, like, did a couple donuts out front and took off. <laughs> Like what? Okay. At like five in the morning. It's so weird. Yeah. What if what if you found out that this whole time Eddie faked his death so that he could get in shape because he wanted to fight you? I'd be <laughs> like, Yeah, it took you a while. Yeah, it took you five <laughs> years to get in shape, man. <laughs> oh my god. So Bernie, you're a dad now. Yeah. Yeah, two, three little babies. I guess kind of four because of Ezra, but like, I like that. Yeah. So, how do you feel? Like, obviously, you went through a lot of shit in your own childhood. Does it ever like come? Like, does that like parenting your own kids? Obviously, you're not like trying to throw fists at Lennon or anything, but yeah. like, does it ever like come up? Like, when you're like being you and like Maria being like such good parents and you're like, but have, do you ever have like, I guess flashbacks where you're like, damn, like it didn't have to be how it was with your own parents. You know, I guess, I don't know. Also, you can tell me if you don't want to answer that. I just out of curiosity. Next. I think about that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> no. um, Like, uh, just like with small situations, like go on like a like if like if my my daughter Lennon is doing something, I'm like, hey, don't do that, and she goes, she starts crying. She'll like run to Marie, mm -hmm. and it's like, oh my god, dad, it's been weird. Yeah, <laughs> and I just like stop and think about like what I went through, like the names that my stepdad would call me, and like all the different stuff that like my mom hitting us and this and that, blah 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 blah, and all that stuff, and I. The first thought is like, man, they would never have survived. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know, everyone could survive whatever they have to end up surviving. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think about the difference in raising my kids and how I was raised. Mm -hmm. And I think about just um, one of the things I worry about is like, are they going to be not that people need to be unique all the time, but like, are they going to like have are they going to be like their own person, like without any kind of like harsh situations going on, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Without any harsh days. Oh, <laughs> oh circle back. Yeah. <laughs> but um, through my podcast, I've uh, talked to people that grew up with good parents and the 
they had good parents that like egged them on to do good things and they still ended up being good people like as grown-ups so i know there's hope yeah <laughs> not that i'm a great parent or anything but like i try to be um, no, you are like, you guys, are, you guys are great parents like yeah. i've only literally spent like a week with you guys but it was i was telling tim where because you live in a cul-de-sac in your guys's hometown and it was like so sweet to see like all the neighborhood kids like play and then you're like you know just like you're bernie like you're covered in tattoos but you're like this dad and just like talking all the neighborhood them kids. And yeah like it was really like it was very sweet. It's like that. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It was just like you can tell that you and Marie are great parents. Yeah, absolutely. Super sweet of you. So you're gonna make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cry. We want tears on no. this. Podcast. Yeah, you want to drink your tears. <laughs> drink your tears. You hear that, guys? He's crying. <laughs> Let's break him. I was thinking about wearing eyeliner. <laughs> but I wasn't and sure then, if this was video recorded, so that way, then, if I did end up crying. At least it's just like yeah, the island is yeah. Death. <laughs> looking like death metal. Yeah. The last, the last question I'll ask you: um, if you, if you were able to, so like the when I asked you first what the worst day was, and you told me the time, and I'm sure it's multiple times where you know Eddie was abusing you, and then your mom didn't do anything to step in, and that's just was kind of like a repeating pattern. If you, if it was possible for you your adult self like today bernie to go back and say something to that five six seven year old bernie is there anything that you would say oh good i know it's got it's like kind of a hard question but like any oh no that's a good it's a good question yeah no you gotta make me think <laughs> you gotta be a quick thinker it's a pop quiz what would i said a little bernie i would say um don't start a band <laughs> no <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I would totally hope he did that. No, if I mean, for a not so personal part, I would probably get that little Bernie and get him skateboarding before he started skateboarding later on. Yeah. And he would probably skateboard a lot more because for me, like skateboarding is like a big part of like what helped me through stuff. Yeah, of course. Like going out and just like wrecking myself and then like getting up and achieving that goal, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just like that, I think skateboarding was just like my my rebirth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like a good escape, I'm sure. Huh? Like a good escape, like you have. Oh, all this escape! Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah this, it definitely, like, it was a great escape. Yeah, like skateboarding and, of course, listening to music. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I was young, uh, like little five, seven year old Bernie, listened to like the music that my mom and all them listened to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I would have like told him to pay attention close to the music because i feel like music helps a lot through everything yeah for sure yeah like there's like i think about like all the situations in my life and just like i was always like running to music and music would like help me through everything of course of course comedy i love like comedy Mm -hmm. i'll tell i'll tell young bernie to start writing comedy stuff and become a comedian because that just it's just listening to comedians like talk about the real world and how they just make people laugh about it. Yeah. Is like really cool to me. Can take their experiences and just make them kind of funny and people can relate to it and shit. Yeah. And I definitely would have like told him like have more confidence in yourself. Yeah. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And I would have told him, like, if you ever meet a guy named Tim Bailey, walk away. <laughs> walk away. <laughs> Worst decision. Don't uh, don't tie him up that one fateful night in the attic because uh, no, definitely piss on him. Meet Tim Bailey. And piss all <laughs> I'm over gonna him. when I when I publish this episode, I'm gonna post some pictures too, or I'm gonna try to figure out how to do it of like us in Reno at the eyeball because I have a bunch of pictures saved on my computer and my really? okay. not like. Maybe, no, I don't know about that. Just like anxiety attack in general. Um, but I do have the picture of me tied up. Um, yeah, I have that picture. Yeah, let's let's oh, frame it. Also, the remember when we uh, when I I I said we, but I uh, lit that huge flame above your head while you were passed out. Is that what? Oh, with the uh, with like the lighter and like the the hairspray paint, paint yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Do you remember when you guys spray painted the swastika on my stomach? Yeah, oh you God. had an interview the next day. Something like that. I don't remember. No, I thought, you guys know. I know this. You went to the public pool to go swimming. Isn't that oh, what you Trevor remember? and Daniel Gregory. The oh, Bear you went Valley. to the Bear Valley pool. Yeah, we went to the Bear Valley pool. And I took off. I didn't know because I was. I woke you up with all my clothes on. Back. Yeah, you guys put my shirt back on. And then, like, I didn't, like, go look. I didn't like wake up and like, oh, let me look at my stomach. Like, you know, but you guys spray painted a fat swastika on my stomach, spray fucking painted. And then I went to the pool and took off my shirt and everyone was staring at me. And we were like, before that, we were like shotgunning beers in the showers and shit like that or something like pool? that. At the pool, yeah. <laughs> at the Bear Valley pool. And then I go out, take off my shirt and like everyone was just like looking at me all fucking. <laughs> and then I look down and just see a swastika fucking not, not Sharpie, but spray painted on. Yeah, your whole arm was spray painted too, because my my intention was he's blacked out drunk, so let's black him out. Let's black him out. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, I remember you telling me that. Yeah. Well, I honestly uh, like thank God y'all have ha had each other, because like obviously we've had Ty on the podcast, and then now Bernie, and then like Tim tells me so much stuff that has like gone on. And it's been really interesting to like hear all these like, you know, it's a lot of fucking shitty traumatic stuff, but like that you guys all had each other to be around. And even though you seem seemingly we're all like lighting each other on fire and pissing on each other, it seems like it, that was the best thing possible was to have you guys all together and with, with an anxiety attack. I don't know. It just seems really cathartic. No, I mean, like, like as we talked about earlier, like we were coming home from a show and like my dad had a heart attack and you guys like, you know, jumped on me and like, were like giving me a birthday beating and stuff. But like, when I think about situations like that, like in that situation where like my dad was in the hospital, like there's nowhere else I would have rather have been in that moment though, you know, under a pile of 10 dudes just getting beat up. Like, you know, like it, it's good that we all had each other when all of life's shit would just shit on people. You know, like I didn't really have a hard teenage life at all, but you know, a lot of us did. And I think that, you know, the ones that did were able to talk to the ones that didn't and, you know, and vice versa and everyone just kind of like evened each other out to like help with, you know, the kind of the kinds of problems that maybe not all of them were experiencing, but could offer like good insight and, and shit like that, if that makes sense. But yeah, definitely. Like, that's what I was going to say, too. Um, I want to thank you, Tim, because 
like me like having all you guys like coming to shows and us rocking out like it was very therapeutic for me you know oh yeah of course i could imagine like what i would have done without like having you guys to come and support and just make me want to go out there and smash a microphone on my head yeah i mean i wouldn't have had it any other way i like i hear like and this is no offense to any people that have like normal teenage <laughs> years and stuff but like yeah like it's a bad thing yeah it's not it's definitely not a bad thing like there's there's a lot of good in having your your high school football friends and fingering hot chicks and like you know and like graduating and going to college and stuff you know but like i don't know like i will hear people like tell me stories about like oh in high school like there was this one time we went to this one we went to this one party and like this guy just puked all over like the bathtub and i'm just like that sounds really boring and lame but there's it's not you know what i mean like there's nothing wrong with that but like yeah everyone has yeah like i always just feel really thankful for like i think and like i want to thank you too because like if you guys wouldn't have done that and let me be a part of it like who know who knows where any of us would be you know i think it, i think it shaped a lot of us uh in ways that we do know and maybe ways that we don't know yet to be honest so yeah there were I good agree. times yeah real real fast <clears throat> i know we're about to wrap it up um uh, there's a funny story about uh, me, my brother Elliot, and Tim. We were driving down the road. Oh yeah, <laughs> Elliot and I. We don't we don't smoke cigarettes. I mean, I think Elliot might uh, chew now, but um, Tim was like, "Hey, can I smoke a cigarette?" He was in the back seat, mm-hmm. and we, me and Elliot are both used to our mom smoking cigarettes in the car all yeah. the time, windows up. <laughs> yeah, just brown boxing yeah, just it, yeah, blowing, blowing it yeah, in your face, blasting on the radio, but um, yeah. But uh, I was like, yeah, Tim, you can smoke a cigarette only if you take off all your clothes and talk to us only in a Yoda voice. Yeah. <laughs> and and we were all his clothes and talk, talk to talk us to only in a Yoda, Yoda voice. voice. We were probably because we were coming from Bakersfield. I don't remember what we were doing. Probably uh, movies. Probably, yeah, I probably went to the movies or something. And uh, we still probably have like 40 minutes left of the drive. And I was like, man, I don't want to wait 40 minutes. To smoke a fucking cigarette. <laughs> I did. I took off my clothes. And I kind of remember it was like kind of cold, wasn't it? It was cold. And it we rolled cold. the windows down. Yep. And I was just there butt naked. <laughs> to make it like doable. Even Yeah. It was very, uh, it was a good cigarette though, I will say. Probably, <laughs> probably one warm, of the best cigarettes I've ever <laughs> Yeah, it did. Yeah. It warmed me up a little bit, but. Give us some of that Yoda talk real fast. Mmm, cigarettes I smoked. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Oh, good times. That's cool. Oh, that's, that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. No, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. And yeah, uh, yeah, no, I love you. And I'm, I'm glad that I'm glad that we did this. It was very, it was very nice. I also yeah, like you. that you have your, your webcam on right now. It was good. I, I wish I had, I wish I had a webcam, but it was, I know like, I wanted to look at your face. I know. God damn it. I'll go <laughs> buy Aaron, one. I, I, I love looking at your face because now oh, I, I've only been staring at your face this whole time. <laughs> yeah, I know. Same. I've just been glaring at you and I'm like, you know, orange is a good color for you. You're Bernie's wearing an orange beanie for the audience. Looks great. Yeah. When, um, when I do your podcast again, the greater details, check it out on Spotify. I will, uh, I'll buy a webcam as well. And then we can do it the same way we're doing this episode. And then we can, we can look at each other. Yeah. This, thanks to you guys. I have the confidence that 
doing like online episodes actually yeah <laughs> yeah i will um i'll send you well we'll talk about it after i i yeah, hit the yeah, record we'll button but um yeah no thanks so much for listening to everyone thanks again bernie for coming on and hey, uh, fast, i want to thank you guys oh yeah thank uh, yeah thank you guys for getting your podcast back going i've been waiting for it i've been yeah. waiting to come on thanks i'm glad it's i needed uh i think both of us wanted some sort of creative outlet and uh yeah, yeah. it's so fun when you release the episode huh just like just to get the feedback it or is, just yeah. knowing that you're throwing something out there exactly yeah. like even if it's not like super professional or like anything like that it's just cool you know right. having that and then like we can go back and listen to it years down the road you know it's yeah fucking, i like i like it for that it's just like a nice like you know you can go back down memory lane being like look what we were doing 10 years ago you know it's fun exactly yeah. real fast did you do you guys get nervous before you do an episode no no i the only time i got nervous was when we were doing an episode with one of Aaron's friends that I didn't really know that well. Just because you didn't know him that well? Yeah, because I, I don't know. I just didn't know like what the subject would be about or anything like that. But not not really, no. I think it's... Um, I spend a lot of time like playing video games too and talking with my friends on the internet. Like I think so that kind of like helps me just like try to talk, but... Yeah. I like... I get, uh, I get so you get nervous? What? I get so nervous, like... Really? Before really? I do my podcast, before it's like it's some a, of your guys's. Yeah, it's a little nerve wracking. Like I think yeah. we've been like I think Tim and I make a good team in the sense like like yeah, yeah. with someone like you, like I kind of let him handle more of the talking, and I just like do it. You know, ask a couple questions here and there, and then like with my friends, it's kind of vice versa. Yeah, but. It's and it's you know sometimes if I know what the subject matter is going to be I'm like okay like I don't want to say anything fucking stupid or like inappropriate but you know it is I guess it is a little nerve wracking because also yeah I take it back yeah I guess I do get nervous if I what you say I think I get oh sorry Uh, I was saying it's cool that you guys aren't oh yeah I think I only get nervous that maybe I'll ask a question that the person doesn't want to answer and then it'll be kind of awkward but yeah that hasn't happened yet i'm sure maybe it will at some point but yeah you'll get there yeah be like oh we'll make someone really uncomfortable eventually yeah Yeah. it'll happen but probably a good one probably yeah Yeah, hell yeah but no thank you again so much for coming on and uh, everyone check out the greater details on spotify it's a really good podcast with bernie uh who was on our podcast today and yeah, thank you again, man. I'm really glad you were able to come on and that we did this. Yeah, thank, yeah, you, thank you guys so much. Hell yeah. Talk Love to you guys, guys later. Love ya. Love you. Bye.